The views and opinions expressed by any hosts or guests of WJMS Radio do not reflect the beliefs of its owners or associates. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to WJMS Radio or the show hosts whose words, advice, and or opinions appear from or on our website or on air. in the stores, boy, let me tell you, to be me is a task, but I'm stuck free in this rat race, and I make it look like a blast, pray to God, I hope this pass, came a long way from my past, but my cosmetics so filled up, I gotta be nice to talk trash, pinky finger, evil laugh, scheming why they dreaming, knowing that purple cloud this evening, so every picture, they catch me cheesing, so I say swerve, cause that's my word, cause I think I'm seeing in 3D, like I don't know where I am, so I'm waiting till they see me. Please don't adjust your TV. Just check the volume and turn up. Spit so gasoline, so every track bound to get burned up. I'm in my zone. Catch me in my zone. Yeah, I'm in my zone. Yeah, you can catch me in my zone. I'm in my zone. Catch me in my zone. Yeah, I'm in my zone. Yeah, you can catch me in my zone. I'm 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 in my zone. I don't even know anymore. That's like your cousin's show. You know what I'm saying? Like, your cousin, you know, the one that he, he say he going to be there at 9 o'clock, but he, he don't get there at 9. And then when he when he come at like 1030, he act like he came at 9. You're like, yo, like what? Like, I'm here now. What's up? Like, why are you acting like that? Can we just do what we're supposed to do? Like, that's that's what this show is. We your, we your cousin. Hey, cuz, we love you. We here, though. We here, though. We here, though. I just quit like 10 minutes ago, y'all, and Jamie was going to let me. She was like, deuces. <laughs> Bruh, <laughs> I got things I got to do on Wednesday night. <laughs> it's like... she, she just quit, y'all, right fast. Like, just like that, y'all. Like, they no snap. She don't even care. Tommy must have forgot I'm an OG. Like, listen. I ain't gonna cry over spilt milk. <laughs> that's real OG, not like the new OG that y'all be talking about. Like that's the definite, the original gangster. That was mad gangster. She just did. She almost just she she low key almost just fired me. I almost just fired myself. That was you quit. I didn't fire you. You I quit. Didn't, no, I didn't quit. I, I didn't really quit. I did one of them quits where you like tear up napkins, like you. Know? You don't like really get mad and like actually break stuff that cost anything. You I know what I mean? Never torn up a napkin in my life. <laughs> You know, you, you throw a tantrum in the break room with like, you know, the janitor. Like you don't really like don't know if you don't want nobody hear you, you know, like you know. I wish we had recorded that because that was definitely a funny moment. Was it funny? I got scared. If like my heart was He was like, I quit, man, I quit, I'm done. I was like, I bet. I'm tired. I got things to do on Wednesday. You was like, wait. I'm plugging stuff like <laughs> Randy came like, Yo, wait, 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 wait. I was like, all right, that's great. All right, where are my books at? Where my purse? <laughs> oh man! The, the how to get away oh. with murder meme, <laughs> where she just picks up her purse and walks out. I was like, 
Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna roll. <laughs> anyway, that's why I make a meme about that too. Like, yeah, I feel like this should be memes about Jamie. Like, the time he quit, Jamie was like. <laughs> <laughs> I really did treat you like a side chick right then. My bad. <laughs> I was just like, you guy had a Kermit one, sipping a tea, where he'd be like, Jamie was like, I got like four other shows on this network. <laughs> I am this network. <laughs> like, like, come on, man. What are we talking about here? <laughs> anyway, it ain't like y'all really love us. Y'all listen, but y'all don't like really listen. Just listen, though. Just be listening. He'd be like, just hung out this whole time like, while I was trying to mess with him. Like, during the week, like, way after the fact. Like, when y'all get, like, y'all spare time, which is cool. I'm with that. Like, whenever whenever you get out here, because I'm late, too. So, I can't even I can't even front on you for being late. Because, you, you know, that's, that is what it is. So, <laughs> shout out to Just, too, for tuning in. Just, just as an avid listener, avid commenter. Yeah, man. Just a rider avid, right there. Avid shadier. Like, <laughs> side note, that could have been your replacement. Like, don't play. <laughs> He's like, what? That's not even funny. <laughs> they ain't even funny. They, you don't even have the chemistry and the banter with with just that. We, you know, you you don't even know. He he got stuff. He be having stuff to do on Wednesdays now. See, he he be working on Wednesdays now. Yeah. He can't even be out there with you. So, bam. Anyway, how about, how about that? We already about about hour hour fifteen minutes late, so why don't we kick into <laughs> into the show? Happened. You got happened. a rant? I mean, do you have a rant for the day, or I mean, oh, you gotta do your join. You know how you interject with the join? Oh yeah. Okay. So we're doing something different tonight. Uh, even, it's not even organic no more yes, now. It like is. you used to. Like you usually, we usually go back and forth with something. If you would be quiet and let me do what I do, tangent, and then you be like, and anyway, and then you throw the, the joint on. Like you're not even. If you would just be quiet, I could, I could do it. But people in Wakanda, joint is a person, place, or thing. By the way, for the record, I had to wait until you defined it because I'm like, it could literally be anything. I'm like, do what, John? I could like, is it a backflip? Is it taxes? Like, what are we talking about? So now you're supposed to take the context of the sentence that John is used in to understand what the John means. It's like X. Like John is like soft X. I'm not here to do algebra. Like, what are we talking about? Is Ebonics? There is no algebra. Any- I'm done. Anyway, folks, we are only live streaming on YouTube tonight. We're not live streaming on Facebook. I have shared the stream um, via my personal Facebook page. So please check that out if you want to watch us live. It's more funny when you watch us live because we're kind of silly. Uh, but we're also live, of course, on WJMSRadio.com, so you can check us out there. All of our social media is at WJMSRadio. If you want to interact with us, tweet, text, you know, call, all that kind of stuff, we ready. Um, and tonight we should be in our bag because we got a relationship show to talk about. And yes, it's 1030, and yes, we're doing it anyway, uh, but we're going to talk about all the things. I put a, a status up on Facebook asking y'all what it is you wanted us to talk about, what it is you wanted me and Tommy to go in on, and we got some things. We got... Some good comments, like some good questions, to be honest with you. So we have a few that we're going to touch on. Should we start that, or do you want to go into... You got a track you've been listening to a lot? Because we're supposed to be doing our tracks. Uh, I do, but I feel like I said it. I don't recall. I don't think you did. No. You know what I'm listening to? It's, and it's not 
it ain't even really it's not new it's like kind of old but it's not not really it's like maybe last year year before maybe i've been listening to a lot of the baby not little baby the baby but it's which the one baby. is the baby because there, there's a lot of them let's go that guy smell cologne oh Sorry. i like that guy yeah he's good all right that's good i like that one listen to a lot of him he got a drink called uh deal with it and it's not even a whole song it's maybe like a little two minute drink and I, I think that's probably why I've been bopping it so much because most of the time when I listen to it, I listen to it on repeat because like it's like one, it's like the hook, one verse, and then the hook. But he like ripped that little that little sample, that little ten minute drink. Like he killed he, he killed that jar. So I've been like banging that faithfully. That and um, <laughs> you ever heard of Tokyo's Revenge? No. That's the kid's name. That's his his name's oh, that's Tokyo. Not a song? Oh, okay. That's a rapper. The rapper's name is Tokyo's Revenge. Okay. No. Or Lo Tokyo, you know, Tokyo for short. Sure. But Tokyo's Revenge is his full name. And he has a song called Good Morning. And it's a really good song. I'm gonna write it down. I'm not gonna download it immediately. I'm gonna maybe listen on YouTube first and then think All about it. All I'ma say. No, you ain't gonna download it. You're not gonna download it. He's all I'm saying, he ain't say, Japanese. He corny. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's it's ratchet. It's ratchet. It is what it is. I get I get in the bag sometimes. I have a playlist that's like it's ratchet guilty pleasures, and it's like it got all my Megan Thee Stallion, all my Cardi B, <laughs> like all my the baby and little baby and Trippy Red, all that stuff that like I. I know when I listen to this, I have to put that filter on my ear so that it doesn't go in and make me go do stupid stuff like drink lean and party and all that. You anyway. drink lean or do you smoke lean? I thought you were supposed to smoke lean. No, you drink it? Ooh. You don't drink lean, do you? Hey, that was one of the things you're supposed to ask me offline so you don't embarrass yourself. I'm not embarrassed. I don't do drugs and drink things you, like that. You drink lean. I feel like you could smoke it too, though. I mean, you can smoke it, but you have to lace something else with it. Like you have to lace, you have to like you would lace your weed with lean. So I'm not wrong, though. So you can smoke it and no, drink no, it. You are wrong. You are wrong. You're wrong. You can, you're wrong. It's like you don't like. I'm. We're gonna go smoke some lean. Like no. Like you're gonna smoke some weed laced with lean. Where you gonna go? You know something else you would smoke. I'm gonna this smoke this cigarette, but I dipped it in lean. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't know what you're saying. I have no idea what you're saying. Lean is a liquid. Do you know what lean is? No. No idea. That's a promethazine concoction. A who, what, where? Do you know what promethazine is? Oh, that, he, uh, Future said that. Future said right. that in Life is Good. I got promethazine and the, and something in and the it, blood or whatever. That's the stuff that Lil Wayne was messed up on for a long time. Remember, that's why he was he's stupid. Like y'all need to stop mixing your stupid with your other stupids. Like you're all coming out dumb. Can't. I mean, people drink and smoke is the same thing. They look at it the same way. No, like is it the scissor sipping on the scissor? Same thing. Right. Yep. There you go. Now where are all those people? Dead probably. <laughs> like. <laughs> Or brain damage. Come on, man. You know, it's it's not okay for you to make that joke because one of the guys who made that song is dead. 
I mean... So, Jay, what you listening to? I'm not what's, wrong, what's... though. <laughs> uh, so, Since I'm listening to Tamia, like a normal person. Uh, Tamia, Leave It Smoking is my current song that I've been listening to. She got a remix with Wale on it, too. Yeah. Yes. That's my joy. I like that joy. That's what I'm listening you to. You late on that. I'm not late, but I just, it's on repeat right now. I'm like, just the beat. I think the beat hit me, and I was like, I like, dang, I like this song. It's good. What? Just the beat? Let me tell you something about Tamia. Tamia low key always had lyrics. She always had bars. Like, if you listen to like the so- her songs, like how she be flipping her little subtle little nuance, like, bruh, come on, y'all. Timeless. She makes timeless music. Tell me, tell me, Tamia don't make timeless music. She do make timeless music. Stranger in My House came out when I was like in fifth grade. Beautiful Surprise <laughs> is my, still my joint, even though it reminds me of my ex. Still my joint. Listen, I'm trying to tell you. So into you and got remixed. So into how many times? <laughs> A billion. <laughs> right. Yep. But that's what's up. To be check out our playlist, we're gonna eventually be like, we. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get an intern. I'm talking about this offline too. Like, I feel like I want to get a specific intern to do data for this show, to like collect all the albums we review and put what we gave them as a rating. Collect all the drinks we said we listening to, and like every time. You said something specific, and then you later changed your mind and try to act like you said something different. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody just pull out, actually, Jay, what you said. Well, you know what I mean? Like you know, little stuff like that. I feel like we need an intern for that. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Pull out some data for this show. Anyway, so on to other things. Oh, can I tell y'all a story before we get into this real quick? Because this broke my whole heart into pieces. Shut up! I don't care what you say. It's my show. I'm telling it. So. <laughs> I was talking to one of my coworkers today and he was telling me because we were talking about comic books and I was like asking him if he was going to see Birds of Prey. And then I was like, you know, I'd be low key wanting to read comic books, but I'm like, I don't even know where to start. Like, where do you begin starting to read comic books? Like, it's it's overwhelming. And he was like, yeah, you're right, blah, blah. So then he was telling me about how he had a collection like he's older than me, obviously, but like he had a collection of like the original comic books, like the original like 1964 or 1970, like Spider-Man number one, like all of those ones, all of those ones that are worth like thousands of dollars now. And he was telling me and like baseball cards, like because he was collecting all that stuff back when like they did it because they just felt like it and they didn't mean nothing yet. So like he had all of these things in a collection. Right. And he was telling me that his mom like he moved out of the house and got his own apartment or whatever. And his mom, like, he left that stuff there because there was no space. And she took all that stuff and just threw it out because she didn't realize the value of what she had. He was telling me he had boxes of comic books and baseball cards. And she chucked it all because she was getting a roommate and the roommate needed the closet space. And his mother just threw it all out. And I was like, oh, my God, my heart. I was just thinking about all that money that just went down the drain. And I was like, that just ripped my heart into pieces because I know how much money that was those worth. Bruh. Yes. Like that's you that lady, you could have bought another property to rent rooms. <laughs> like seriously. I was like, she threw away all your comic books and all your baseball cards. He was like, Yes. I was like, Did you cry? And he was like, Yeah, I cried. I was like, I would have too. Oh my God. <laughs> like, and he had original comic books. When he like when he was a kid, he was collecting these things. So you know these joints was worth money. I was like, imagine being the trash man that came up on that box accidentally like yo i quit this job i have one of those comics that you mentioned i have the original spider-man number one and i'm purposely not even like Mm -hmm. 
not even preparing to sell it because I've took it to an appraiser years ago and dude told me that the mm-hmm. like the money on that raises like every two or three days. Like by like a couple cents. Yeah. Like what? Like he's like every time he comes out with a movie, the change it goes up by like thirty something points. <laughs> like, like, oh. It's like, yes, yeah. so he's like, don't don't sell this. Like, you know, like ever. You. <laughs> like, so you should just like give it to like one of your kids who would then give it to one of their kids who give it to one of their kids. And then maybe you give it to another kid before you sell it. It's like, oh broke, that broke my whole heart in half when I heard that. I was like Oh my God! I can't even imagine. Like, oh my God, Mom! Like that though, like you know, like you get to a point where things are like truly priceless. Yeah, you know and and like you can't really sell it because it's worth. It's just you can't put a price on it. It's worth way too much than a, than an actual person is willing to spend on it. Yeah, and it was like this other time I I found this lady. She was like moving or whatever, and we're gonna get into the show. I swear. We're, technically, we're only eighteen minutes in, so we're still making good time. But anyway. Um, I, this lady was moving out of her house and she was selling all her stuff. She was in like one of those points where she's like, just trying to get rid of stuff. Right. And she put on there that she was selling all her Barbie dolls. And I was like, bro, are you crazy? I was like, this was like, it was like 25 Barbie dolls or something like maybe 20 Barbie dolls. I was like, um, are you serious? And she was like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to get rid of them. You know, I need the space, blah, blah, blah. I was like, how much do you want for like all of them? And she was like, oh, you know, like 250. I was like, <laughs> Done. I was like, yeah, load up the pacer, load it up, let's go. I was like, yeah, you're crazy. I got all them joints sitting in my thing right now. Go, 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 go get the pacer, Cole. Seriously. Cole, go get the pacer. Because I was like, if she's got like in their original, like in the bottom, like not just like Barbies from in a bucket, their original Barbies in the box, like 19, you know, 1924 Barbie in like the gown and stuff like that. I'm like, are you crazy? popular right now like i ain't heard nobody really be talking about anybody checking for barbie as a lately not right now but if anything happens then they're gonna be worth a whole heap of money at some point like they're already worth more than what i paid for them easy you know easy. i was like give me all of them like i was like put them all in the back seat i'll take all them joints it was crazy and then the last thing i saw today was that some dude bought a, a storage bin or storage unit for 75 dollars and happened to be looking in the storage unit and there were six pairs of the Back to the Future Nikes or whatever that are going for like $1,500 or more a piece. He sold three of those pairs already and has already made like $10,000. Six pairs of those joints in that $75 storage unit. I'm like, why not me, Jesus? Like, why do these opportunities not fall on my lap like this? It's frustrating. It was just like a whole day of like like treasures for me. Like, I don't know. It was just kind of crazy. But I thought I would share that with you guys because I was like... I know why God ain't gave me a whole bunch of money. <laughs> I know, I already know, like, cause I'm a sucker. I I would give it to other people, mm. and that would be that he like I would give my blessing away. So until I get to the point where I'm selfish enough, you gonna keep me broke. That's I understand. I got you. Okay, but anyway, them shoes light up. They lace themselves. Yeah, well, like that's actually pretty cool. Like they, they kind of cool looking. Like I don't know if you've seen them before, but they look mad comfortable. They're like the Marty McFly ones or whatever, and they the proceeds get donated to the Parkinson's disease. Hmm? I feel like I feel like you just like low key asked me if I seen Back to the Future before, and that was kind of disrespectful. No, I'm just saying, like, have you have you seen them before? Or what did I ask you? I didn't ask you anything like that, man. Chill. You said, have you seen them before? Like the sneakers, the Marty. I mean. But they're real. They're not like in a movie. They're like real sneakers. 
Six I mean, pairs of them. They were the sneakers that were in the movie, Jay. Six pairs of those shoes in one storage unit. What? I'm keeping one of them. The rest are going up for sale. Like, that's crazy. But anyway, I digress. Um, Yeah. So let's hop into the show now. <laughs> let's hop into the show. So we had a lot of different people chime in on this Facebook post and drop some different things. One of the ones that we saw that I actually liked, I don't know if you read it, Tommy, was um, keeping it 100 with your friends about the healthiness of their relationship. And like if you actually talk to your friends about what's going on and like things like that in their relationship. And I'm like, I want to talk about that a little bit because I feel like nowadays I, f- I almost I almost feel like you can and you can't at the same time. Because at some point, on some level, people are going to be like, oh, you just in my business, da-da-da-da-da. And then on the other level, some people are going to just be like, you know, I don't really care what you say, you know. or You know what I mean? Like, I feel like people are either going to listen to you or they're going to dismiss you automatically. And there's no really, there's no, like, middle ground conversation where people are like, yeah, let's respectfully talk about my relationship. It's like, they're either going to be like, yeah, boo-boo, you right, he ain't S-H-I-T, I'm moving on. Or like, you just a hater, you don't know him like I know him, da 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 There's never that middle ground, you know, <laughs> like. I think that all really depends on, like, the person and, like, the friendship and the relationship. And, like, I, I feel like it's more about the specific person rather than how the relationship is. And I only say that because, you know, you have – you have some of those friends, and I ain't saying I got friends like the specific, but you, you, you've you seen like these kind of friends that are just like the loud, obnoxious, will tell it like it is, tell you about your business kind of person. So it's like they are more comfortable and have no problem with telling you, yo, you in a toxic situation, like immediately, like who, uh-uh, why he talking to you like da 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 And like yeah. sometimes things unhealthy, sometimes they're not. Like sometimes that person, that friend can be a really good friend because they're like, you know, give their the immediate red flags. And it's sometimes kind of like, yo, you're being a little extra my business, but you know, like, yeah. So like, I feel like in those cases, and then if you have a friend that's like timid and don't, you know, don't really want to tell you, you know, like to have a problem with expressing how they feel or they don't want to say it the wrong way or come at you the wrong way, whatever the case may be, you know, or then a person who, don't say something initially, but hold it back and let it come out like later on. Like I'm, I have a friend, like even when you were talking about it, it's like I have a I have a friend who just recently went through something like that where like they 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 have a friend, they met a friend of a friend, and the first friend knows things in confidence that of course the third friend don't because they had just met and they were having a you know, three way conversation, and the bestie was bringing up stuff and you know coming at you know, the, my friend, the wrong way sideways about their relationship. And they definitely felt offended by it. Cause it's like, yo, you can't like, first of all, like, I didn't know you felt like that. Second of all, why are you doing this in front of that person? You know what I mean? Like you're not respecting me enough. I like that warrants situations like that. When you're not open and honest with your friends about your relationships and you can't have a healthy conversation about it. Like sometimes people just need to vet their frustrations about their relationship. and have somebody just listen and then not really give your opinion or, give you your opinion and help so that I can better deal with it. You know, like it's, I find that it varies on the people and how the relationship works. I think too, like, so there's a couple of different ways that this happens too. So like one of the ways that it happens is like people hold back how they feel about the relationship that you're in. Like they're not going to say nothing. They're not going to say nothing because that's not their business. And then the moment y'all break up, they let you have it. Like, well, I saw this and da, 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 and this, that, and the third and blah, 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 blah. And they done give you this laundry list of reasons why they hated the ex that you were with. And then a couple weeks later, you and boo-boo's back together and they sitting there like, 
<laughs> you know, like how do you how do you respond to that? You know, it's like I just read you this whole riot act about why he wasn't or she wasn't S H I T, and now y'all back together, and I just have to kind of sit there like, okay, <laughs> it's like, and there's been like I have friends like that too that will come to you and ask you for advice, and you give them solid advice like, don't do this, this is not a good idea, and they're like. Okay, and then they go and do it anyway, and then you're like, I, "Why did I waste my breath?" You know, like it's I have friends like that who ask me for the advice, don't like what I have to say when they don't when I don't say what I think they want me to say, and then they're like, they just go ahead and just do it anyway. I have like so many conversations, and like they frustrate the hell out of me because I'm like, you know what you need to do, you know that you're you shouldn't be doing X, Y, and Z, and yet you come to me to ask me what you think you, I should I you should do, and when I tell you. Not to do X, Y, and Z. You can just go ahead and do X, Y, and Z anyway. Like, I'm not that, I don't know if y'all think I'm that kind of friend that's going to, like, sugarcoat it. But, like, I'm going to tell you straight up like it is. But I'm not one of those ratchet people that's going to tell you straight up like it is all the time. If you come to me and ask me respectfully, like, what I think about something, I'm going to tell you how I feel about it, you know, and I'm going to give you my opinion. Now, what you do with that information is up to you. And if you're a friend and you're a good friend of mine, then... I'm going to rock with you no matter what you do. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna be there to pick you up when you fall, and I'm going to, you know, help you wipe your tears if it works out, and I'm going to be cheering for you if it doesn't. I mean, wait, the other way around. Whatever. I'm going to be there. <laughs> I'm going to wipe your tears if it doesn't work out, and I'm going to be there to cheer you on if it does. But, like, I'm going to tell it to you straight up, you know. So it's it's one of those things where, you know, people can't always handle the truth, you know, and they, they want to surround themselves with friends who are going to tell them what they want to hear. And it's like sometimes you got to have that real friend who's going to be like, you know better. <laughs> and just look at you like. See, me, I'm, I'm, mind, I'm mind my business unless you ask me. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't comment. I'm not going to say nothing about your relationship. Like, unless it's like something where I feel like you in some kind of danger or like y'all constantly, you know, like a, it's, it got to be like a crazy dramatic situation for me to be like, yo, like. What's going on? Because I'm, I'm out of my business. Unless you ask me or we have the kind of friendship where we talk about, you know, our relationships that we vent. Like, I'm a venter. Like, I sometimes I just got to get it out. So I have, like, you know, like one or two, like, close friends who, like, know not all the inner workings <laughs> and all the deep, darkest secrets of, all, of, you know, every relationship I've been. But, like, for the most part, like, that's the person I call, like, yo, I don't even know, dude, let me tell you what she did, blah, 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 like, that kind of thing, you know, like, so if, we, if, if I had that kind of relationship with you, I'll give you advice. I'll tell you what I think about this and what I think about that. And and also let you know, too. Like, cause I, But I give that same advice knowing that, yeah, like, you may take it, you may not take it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I hope I, I hope I get this right. But, like, I had, a, I had a friend of mine who I was, was, like, basically telling me, we were having a conversation about how I low-key be trying to, like, tell people what to do without knowing that you tell people what to do. And it's a common thing that we do it all the time. Like, so look at it this way, right? Like there, 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 there are like three ways you can, you can ask somebody to do something. Mm -hmm. You can tell them to do something and you can suggest for them to do something. Right. And they're three completely different things. Like if you ask them to do something, you're making a request for them to do something and giving them the the option of saying, no, they don't want to do it. And you accept it because you're asking. You know what I mean? And if you suggest you are making a request for them to do something and you don't really care about the outcome, if they do it, they don't, whatever, it's just your suggestion. You just gave me two cents. But if you tell them to do something, your expectation is 
that they're going to do what your request was, right? So a lot of times we call ourselves asking people when in all actuality, we just want them to do what we are telling them to do. We don't really want to give them the option of saying no, but we have to ask because we can't tell them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, so like, I look at, you know, the topic that we're talking about now, like, with, you know, you giving advice to a friend, like, you really not, like, making a suggestion, you really kind of telling them what to do. And, you know, like, in your mind, you're telling them, do this. And then when they don't do it, yeah. it's like, yo, like, and, but I but I told you, no, but I, I can't really tell you what to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that is that kind of situation? So because of that fact and because I learned that, like, early without understanding that concept of it, I'm out of my business. <laughs> I mean, you want my two cents? I got you, huh? Huh? And I walk away from it completely because what happens in your relationship ain't going to affect me, and I make sure that it doesn't affect me. Like, you need somewhere to you got cry, these places stay. You upset? You want to go to strip clubs? Talk about it? Cool, but I ain't gonna. I mean, I'm and I might and I and I'm gonna save all my I told you so's. I'm gonna put them in a the little bag, and I'm gonna wait till the relationship is over. And then when we at the strip club, I'm going to dump them drones on you. Like, and I I told you, remember that time I said, remember that time I said, all the well, times I, I gave you advice and like, you take <laughs> Dropping like a bunch of Facebook thumbs downs on somebody in the strip club. Like instead of drop, ones, it's like Facebook thumbs downs. Drop, drop <laughs> on the back of their head like the coach at the Super Bowl win. Like, boom, told you so. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, but it's it's one of those things where, honestly, if you have people around that you consider friends that you can't take honest advice from, then I don't think that you guys are really friends. You know, like if you have people around that you like, they can't be straight up with you because you feel some kind of way or you think they're like jealous or you think X, Y, and Z, then why are you around them? You know, like you're, if you're a friend or whatever you want to call like friends, sisters, cousins, whatever, you know, cause nowadays we cousins, sisters, whatever. Like if you are in that situation and you can't, speak to your friend or your cousin or your sister whatever you want to call them honestly and tell them what's up and then be able to like you said back off and be like this ain't right but that's all you <laughs> you know like if you can't do that without there being an issue then I, I i question whether or not you guys are like really friends or if you like just like having people around you you know like i don't, I don't know based on the people in the relationship because like i know you <clears throat> like we're friends i know you me I know, like, seven, not, no, not you, we know. Like, six, seven times out of ten, I know what you're going to say when I say this. You know what I'm saying? So, if I don't want to hear that, I ain't going to say it to you. Like, you have some friends who was like, yo, I don't, I don't really want your honest opinion. <laughs> like, because you're a bit of a jerk, and I don't, like, I don't, you know, like, I, and and do, and like you supposed to know again, like you just said, well, we're, maybe we're not friends. If you don't know me well enough to know things you can and cannot say to me, or how you supposed to filter what you're saying to me so that I'll understand it, or that it's respectful to our fr- friendship, or blah, blah blah blah. Like my whole thing with all, like I think all relationships are like in a sense, like at the the skeleton are the same. They all run by the same fundamentals, and then you just have different things that you do in the relationship, and it's like one of the essential things, the essential pullers is understanding. Like we have to have an understanding of each other. You got to understand where I'm coming from, where, you know, I got to understand where you're coming from. We got to 
you know, not saying like, oh, I got to know your whole life story, but I just got to understand like type person that you are and what, you know, what stuff you like and dislike and what's going to set you off. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to be your friend and have you somewhere where you feel uncomfortable, you feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so we should have that understanding. So when you say something to me, like, you know, you have them friends who like, you know, women call yourself each other bees. You know, we can't say it, but y'all can say it to each other all the time, you know. But, you know, but you have your girlfriend, you know, your one girlfriend who you can't say that to. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't call her that because then she'll probably get on this whole rant about the word or whatever the case may be. So you you don't, you you filter yourself when you talk to her or around her or whatever. Like, I, I have friends like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Your friend who smokes and your friend who don't smoke or your friend who goes to church and don't go to church. Like, you have, and you have your different friend groups. You know, I can't bring this friend into this group because this person turns up and they'll make this person think differently about, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta have an understanding of your friends. So when it comes to your relationship, you gotta understand where your friends, where that line is, as far as where your friends and where your significant other is, you know? I have a, I have a thing where I'm like, if I'm going through something and it's like, okay, listen, I'll usually preface a conversation and be like, I already know what I need to do, but I need you to just let me vent for a minute about how unfair it is that I gotta do what I need to do. You know, like, and just, and then they just sit back and they be like, go ahead, boo. <laughs> Cause like at the end of the conversation, they're gonna be like, and you know what you need to do. I'll be like, yeah, I know. Got it. You know. You said it. You know what you need to do. So yeah. So I mean, that is what it is. But I would just say, get you some friends that you can be honest with, because honest, honestly, lack of a better term, those are the best friends to have around you. Is people that's going to tell it to you like it is. Don't have people around you that's going to sugarcoat you. That's why we got, you know, umpteen thousand seasons of American Idol, because these people don't have no real friends. Because a real friend would be like, girl, you can't sing. Don't do that. Don't do it. You going to embarrass all of us when you go out there on that stage. You know, like a real friend would be like, don't come. Thousands of people per city. Like yeah, like. 8% of y'all can sing. The rest What's of y'all got there? bad like, support systems. <laughs> like, like, bro, you ever see the ones who, like, they whole family be there with the banners and all that? Talking about my baby sing at church. Does he, though? Like, <laughs> like, does she really? Why? Like, why do you? I like to attend your church one Sunday and see what that looks like with him yeah. there singing. Hilarious. Even the camera crew, like when they, you know the cam, you know the cameraman when they do the the story, the background of this person, you know he should be sitting there like, hold on, I can't. Like how are they keeping the camera straight? Because I'd be cracking up. Like you can't be serious right uh, now, Bruh, Ain't no level of professionalism. Yeah. can prepare you for somebody to start shrieking at you, <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, "Did that sound good? Did you, you like know what?" That? I wrote that myself. Real talk, your singing, your singing earlier was like one of those things. I was like, he should stop that. That's bad. I was, you come on when I was playing. Was I know you was playing, oh, no, no, but I was my, just I, like, I said, even just hit you with it. Just said it was really in my head. That's what like Ari Lennox sound like, but like, good. You know, See, like, I'm your friend. I could tell you straight up. Don't ever do that again. Ever. You don't, you don't like my false. Your falsetto was pretty trash. Pretty trash. <laughs> like pretty. I'll, trash. Have, I'll have you know, I have a Broadway voice. Thank you very much. Mm. And if I had worked on said Broadway voice in my youth, who knows where I'd be? Right. 
Anyway, so I think we're good on this conversation point. Sure. Shout out to my Sixers. Beat the Clippers yesterday. Ball so hard. People can't find me. Go ahead. Nobody looking for you, though. I don't understand what's going on. Um, All right. So the other question that we had, the one that you liked, I guess, was should a woman pursue a man? Was that the one that you liked? Or was it the engagement ring part? Because you were like, Jay, I like these. And they, he put like six or seven in that paragraph. And I was like. I liked one? all of them, though, except the one. It was one I didn't like. And we ain't going to talk about the one I didn't like. But it was a bunch of them. Do so you like all of those? I like I, I like, I, all. I was like, these are good. I think the first one is the one that caught my attention, though. Um, it was should a woman it? pursue a man. Was it? It was should a woman pursue a man? Should a woman propose to a man? Like get on their knee and engage and, and propose engagement or whatever. And the third one was like, should a woman be paying for something on that's, a date? Bam! That's the one. That's the one. Should women be paying for first dates? And what it was like? It was the first date, right? Yeah, I think it was like the first date. Let me just double check, but I'm pretty sure it was like, should women be paying for the first date and so on and so forth or whatever? And I was like, mm. that's, that's that's the one that caught me. That's the one that caught me only because I was just talking to somebody about that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. And I bet you think you know what I'm going to say, but you don't. I It surprises me how much I don't know what you're going to say most of the time. <laughs> like, if we're being honest. <laughs> like, come that's on now. Um, so I guess that. I would say that's complicated. It's very complicated. Like. Why is it complicated? Because some of us women, not me, is just out here for free meals. I'm just going to put it out there. For free meals and free movies. I mean, that's kind of the premise of most sort of online dating sites, to be honest with you. Like, most of us is on there. Yeah, we just mostly on there to get free dates and free whatevers and to see some nice restaurants that we may not have otherwise seen. And so, for that reason... Huh? Like, y'all go just to go to the nice restaurant that y'all never been to? Sometimes, or sometimes we go to the so we can go to the restaurant and get the meal that we don't normally get because it's too much money, and we'd be like, "I'm gonna get the salmon tonight because it's twenty two ninety five, you know." Like sometimes, I mean, obviously, I'm not speaking for myself because that don't really apply to me anymore. Oh, right. <laughs> like, sure. yeah, definitely not. You're listen, not talking for you. At I'd be all. like Frank. I'm buying the salmon. Like, what you gonna do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it is what it is at this late. I'm not out dating for free meals. Like, we straight. Like, we good. He feeds me. I'm cool. <laughs> Now we budgeted. Yeah, <laughs> so now it's like, do you need week, to get the salmon everywhere we go? I paid <laughs> I'm paying for dinner, but yeah. hold up. I just paid the gas. So you need, you got cash. You going to pay the tip. It really be, he really always try to hit me with the tip. Like, he'd be like, oh, can you pay the tip? I'd be like, babe, you know I don't have no cash on me ever. Like, I don't carry cash. You always try to do this to me and I never have cash. Why do we have to play this game? Just put the tip on the card. Why are you even asking me? Like, I, you know I don't have no cash. Like, like you know I don't have no cash. I'm the same way. Like, I, don't, I don't keep cash. And that's just simply because everything that I buy on a regular basis yeah. doesn't need cash. Yeah. So I just don't feel, you know what I mean? And then, like, ATM fees now are getting ridiculous. Facts. Hard like, facts. Like, and, 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 why, and they ain't got that many Wawa's in the hood, if any. So... <laughs> And even if I go to Wawa, like, my bank charges me, like, a ridiculous, like, bank fee to go to the ATM. So I just, I just don't, I don't keep, I just 
don't keep cash. I rarely have cash. Only time I really have cash is if someone's paying me back a debt or something, and then I just have the cash from that. But no, so. Yeah, so it was in the initial phase of dating, should the woman pay for dinner or going to a show, et cetera. Now, that's a lot easier to answer than should they pay on the first date. On the first date, I want to say no. I Just because it's like first impressions mean a lot. And if you're coming out the gate being like, oh, you got this. Broke? Yes. I mean, let's be serious here. Don't nobody want to be dating somebody broke? We don't go out there looking for the brokest dude we could find. Otherwise, homeless people would be all booed up. Nobody, including a man, wants to date somebody broke. Exactly. Exactly. However, on a first date, like, let me, let me, just hear me out. Just let me, let me get this out. I'm just throwing out little shots before I actually respond to this. So go ahead. So, I feel like on a first date, a guy, I, like, honestly, here's the thing. I feel like the guy should pay. Well, and see, but then there's gay couples. So it's like, which one? We're not going to get into that. It's too complicated. <laughs> In a heterosexual relationship, a man and a woman, I feel like the man should pay for the first date. Just because, you know, first impressions mean a lot. And you don't want to come out the gate looking like you're a cheapskate. You know, like, not a cheapskate. Like, oh, you want to put the bill? Oh, you want to do this? You want to do that? You know what I mean? Like, you kind of want to make a best first impression. And for women, when it comes to money, what happens is when we go out on a date, we always seem to have, like, regardless of how, you know, women are just as good as men type situation mindset you have, you know, we always want to feel like we're being taken care of. You know what I mean? And so when you go out to dinner with a guy or when you go out to a movie with a guy, you kind of are expecting him to pay for it, at least initially on the first time, just to get past that awkwardness of the first date. Like, a first date is already awkward as hell, and, like, you don't know, like, are you talking too much? Are you talking too little? Should you bring up the kids? Should you not bring up the kids? Like, you know, you don't know. There's so much awkwardness that happens on a first date that any way that it can be relieved is good. So it's like, just pay the bill on the first date. You know what I mean? If the if the date goes well and you know you want to go on a second and you really like this person and you're like, yeah, let's do this again, you know, then at that point, once you guys are more comfortable with each other, you can maybe go on a second date that doesn't require money. You know, go out to a park and walk or go have a picnic in the park somewhere. You know, like do something where you guys can truly get to know each other. Go for a hike. You know, like see if they test their lung capacities a little bit. Like see if they athletic. You know what I mean? Like let's, let's go get you swimming in a pool so you can get out that makeup right fast. Let's do that. Yeah. Listen, dude's got, got lace fronts and fake beards too. So let's see you hop in the pool too. <laughs> So, come off, okay? That's cool. Turning with them painted on edges, like that's cool. We both gonna be in the pool looking like strangers, like meeting for the first time again. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So that being said, I think on the first date the guy should pay because it just eliminates the awkwardness of like, oh, oh, or let me, flip. you know, like it eliminates the awkwardness of trying to figure all that out. It also makes a good impression. It makes the woman feel like she has a provider and she's being taken care of. However. Once you guys start getting into dating regularly, I think the woman should step up and pay every now and then, especially if she's like, oh, come on, let's go out and, you know, do X, Y, and Z. Buy the man a drink or something like that. Buy the dinner or whatever. Or, you know, if he buys the movie tickets, you buy the popcorn, you know, that type of situation. I think a lot of it comes down to this idea where we're we're merging this 1950s concept of man and woman roles in the household with this concept of 2020 women and men on equal playing fields roles. And it doesn't work that way because if you want a man to be a provider, you know, and to be bringing home the bacon and doing all that kind of stuff and whatnot, 
then that means that the roles of the woman need to change too because you can't expect the man to be the provider and be bringing in all the money and, you know, doing all this extra kind of stuff if you guys are supposed to be being, if you're 50-50. You know, and if you're 50-50, then you need to be 50-50. And that means everything because you can't expect a woman to be 50-50 but then also still have to only take care of the kids and do all the cooking and do all the cleaning. That's exhausting. If you're going to be 50-50, it needs to be 50-50 with everything. And I think exactly. what's happening is that we're merging these these ideas of the men and women roles and the two aren't supposed to fit together because they're mutually exclusive. You know, the idea of the man being the provider and the woman being the house, the housekeeper or the house taker or whatever doesn't fit with modern day men and women being 50-50. So that being said, I think we are in modern day women being 50-50. Unless you find a guy that's from the 1950s and you're both in that same mindset and it's like man pays everything, I take care of the house. Do you, boo-boo, have fun. But the rest of us live in the 21st, 22nd, whatever the hell century, and we're all doing 50-50. We're all working multiple jobs, and I think that the first date, the man should pay, but after that, I think it's open to discussion. And I think that there's nothing wrong with having a, a, a Dutch date every now and then. You know, there's been times where I'm out, and he may not have it, or I may not have it. I'm like, I'm a little tight this week. Okay, cool. No problem. You know what I mean? And it doesn't make me look at him any different. It doesn't make him look at me any different. But we both know at the end of the day, we both work and we both doing our thing. We're not one person relying more so on the other. And it's a 50-50 type situation. Absolutely. So I, I agree with a lot of your points. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not going to just point out the ones I disagree with. You'll kind of see in my in my response. But like, so I'm how I, so, okay, so I'll, I'll I'll prefix what I'm saying with this, right? And you and you know this from when we talk about like all the different things. Like because of how my life works is constantly working, working, working. Like structure, structure, structure. Like a lot of the things that I get to do and get to enjoy, like my sports teams, my kids, you know, like my like that kind of thing. I indulge myself in them. You know what I mean? I, so I can really, really enjoy them because a lot of times they're so few and far between because there's that that constant grind that I'm on right now. So. Mm-hmm. That's the same. I'm the same way when it comes to like if I'm in a relationship or if I'm dating or like I'm romancing somebody. To me, I'm looking at it like like a courting process. Like even if you know, and and, and I'm and I'm saying even if, but I couldn't tell you what this is like because it's maybe happened to me like twice. Even if it's a situation where the woman is like pursuing the man, you know what I mean? Like I still feel like I'm courting you, kind of. Like you let it be known you're pursuing me, cool. And then now I'm I'm just like courting because ultimately, like if we're dating, depending on what age you are, you're not dating just to be dating. Like you're not just enjoying each other's company. Like you're dating to get to a level. So like we're almost like, you know, for lack of better phrases, proving our worth to each other. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like oh, like you know, this is what I bring to the table. This is what you bring to the table. I like you. You like me. Blah, 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 like that whole thing. So like, I'm, if I'm courting you the way I look at it, and I'm like romancing you. And that whole thing, like, oh, I feel like I should, I feel like I should pay for everything. Like, I have never been on a first date where it even crossed my mind to ask you to go half or ask you to, to pay in my, like, never. It's never been a situation like that. I ain't never been in a situation where it's like, oh, damn, I left my wallet home. Like, never. It's never been, I've never been in that kind of situation because as far as I'm concerned, I was just raised better than that. Like, 
You know, like from the from the time of taking your little high school girlfriend to the movies, like I paid for the whole nine. And I wasn't even taking you on a date until I knew for sure that I could pay for everything. You know what I mean? And then part of, you know, me paying for everything, half the time, I'm, I'm like, you know, because I'm filling you out, listening to what kind of food you like, what's your favorite restaurant, what's this, what's that. You don't even know where we're going. Like, unless you suggested something, like, you don't know where we're going. You know what I mean? Where we going is supposed to be like, it's this surprise or this, oh, like, you like you like sushi? Well, you know, the best sushi spot in town is at this place, and then we end up there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that kind of thing. Now, like I said, you know, I don't keep cash, so when it comes to the the um, the um tip, I'll, I'll, I'll let you, you know, tip. Or I'll say, like, all right, well, I'm going to cover dinner, you can cover the tip. Like, I'll kind of let that be known early on, whether that's going to be an issue or not, so I know if I need to get cash so I can make sure I tip. Because I've not, it's rarely happened where, you know, you try to tip them on the card, but they don't, they, they, most of the time they don't take that off. Half the time that those receipts are just done by one person who's doing them all on the computer. They're not really taking, you know, the tip out or whatever. So like, as them, my point is people rarely get them tips off the card. So if you don't tip them with cash, they don't really get it. I.e., I don't have no cash. And if I can't, you know, you just SOL for that tip because I'm not about to go to the, the tap mat to get you you know, ten dollars. And quick side note too, for people in the industry, if you are waiting on me, I ain't a fifteen percenter. I tip you according to your service because you ain't cooked nothing. You know what I mean? If you on point, if you keep checking my drink, if you done came back to the table, if I ain't gotta look for you, if you done gave me extra straws, extra this after that, you ain't forgetting nothing, you smiling and all that, you deserve a really, really big tip. If you did your job, you did the bare minimum, you ain't messed nothing up, you get about half that. But if you like completely crap the bed, like and I like I Yo, I was just at, I ain't going to say where I was at, but I was just at one place. And literally the only time we saw a dude in the restaurant is when he came to our table. It was like as if he disappeared. Like, I didn't see him waiting on no other table. I didn't see him walking anywhere. Nothing. He just he came out to our table and disappeared. We were, like, asking other waiters and stuff, like, for certain things because he just wasn't around. Like, yeah. bro, like, that man didn't get a good tip. But anyway, like, yeah, so... You know, we going to a, a theme park or whatever the case may be, like concerts, whatever. Like, eight, like I, I probably bought the tickets ahead of time. You know what I'm saying? Or like that's because that's just type of person that I am. Now, once we get deeper into the relationship, I'm still going to be that way, but I'm going to be lenient with it. So, like for instance, you know, it's not a courting process no more. Now we're together, or now we're dating, whatever. So, like. I'm not coming up with all the ideas of what we want to do. I'm not necessarily romancing. Now it's you saying, oh, I like this artist. They're playing here. Da, 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 we should get tickets. Then it'll be, a, okay, we're discussing how we want the tickets and what we want to do. And now you know where I work. I know where you work. We got an idea how much we make so we we can gauge, okay, well, you can probably cover this or you can probably cover that. Or like, I don't want you to go broke because you still got to spend a little money on me for something else or vice versa, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I, I feel like, you know, like the same thing you were saying, like once you get into the relationship, things kind of change and the dynamics are really just based on how your relationship works and what works for you. Like now, you know, you said something about that 1950s, you know, mindset, like I, I'm i not totally against that. Like if I'm dealing with somebody, I'm I'm completely OK with dating, being in a relationship and being married to a woman who doesn't work. And I'm solely taking care of and I'm taking care of her. And your job is to cook, clean, take care of the house, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not saying that's wholeheartedly 100% what I want, but that's a, to me, that ain't a bad situation. 
Like if you want, you know, if, and, and I say that's not a bad situation. It's not, you know, I'm not saying it's perfect because in them type sits, I don't want you to be sitting at home and feeling like your dreams are crushed or you didn't aspire to do anything because you're not working or you didn't go to college. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. Like, you know, I'm a person that will encourage you if you, you had a, you know, you wanted to write a book or you wanted to do culinary or you wanted to do this eight times out of 10. I'm going to say maybe even seven times out of 10. Most, in most cases, you guys are just super creative. You know what I'm saying? So a talent that you have or a dream that you have isn't necessarily a, a job or a school thing, but it's something that starts out as a hobby and then can grow from there to make residual. You know what I'm saying? Like just, just to use you for an example, Jay, with the radio, you know, like you doing the equipment and you doing it like, you, you know, you could do most of that stuff from home. So if you were a stay at home wife, stay at home, taking care of the kids, you'd be the one with the office. You know what I'm saying? And that'd be your office that you work out of in your workspace and you have all your equipment and stuff that you do when you're at home and, how, you know, how you do the station. And that could work for you because you could spend your time learning new softwares or doing this or making videos or creating or whatever, like, or a person that does crafts or whatever, whatever the case may be. Like, I'm completely open to however the dynamic works, but by my default, yeah, I'm, I'm trying, I'm taking care of you. I'm trying to take care of you. I'm, I'm courting you. If we're dating, it's, it's me romance and I'm paying for everything. I'm booking everything. Um, that's, that's just me. I'm not, I ain't going to be mad at you if you pull out your card and be like, well, no, I'm like, I've been in situations where I've been like trying to fight with the check. Like, no, I'm paying. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm paying. I said I was paying. Like, come on, stop playing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've done that before and I'm not going to get mad at you. Like, you know, you didn't let me pay. I'm the man, you know, like, no, but as a man and as a gentleman, I think I feel like, yeah, let me like, as soon as they come to the table and now I'm going to tell you this though, and this has happened to me before. I'll feel disrespected if the waiter or waitress comes back to the table and gives my date the book, like gives them the check. I feel totally disrespected. And maybe that's just the misogynist in me or whatever. But I, to me, that's like, oh, you think I can't, or you think I can't, you think I'm not, oh, you just automatically assuming I'm not paying for this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't like that. Like, I, oh, that Why are you so up. extra? You were so you extra. And, and, and honestly, I almost like want you to do that so I can be like, nah, give me that. Excuse me. Thank you. You know, like, don't, uh-uh. <laughs> You're so extra. You know, that's a little bit disrespectful. Come on. Yeah, because I'm not paying for this here. Get at it. And I'll be like, if a waiter, waiters have done that to me before where they'll come up and hand me the check. I'm like, what you doing, boo? <laughs> young man over yonder <laughs> like why are you playing like here stop <laughs> stop playing you cares take the thing right don't, like, don't do that don't do that but that's not cool on the flip side there have been times where i'm like on a first date that i'm like this is going nowhere i'm like yeah let's go ahead and split this bill so i can be like i'm out with no expectation like i don't need you thinking you did nothing because you bought me a blooming onion at outback like don't think we getting out of here and date number two is happening or anything's happening like i'm gonna go ahead split this bill i'm out like i'm good there's been plenty of times i have oh i have so many date horror stories where i'm just like i can't get the check now can i just get the check now they're like oh we're not ready oh no no i'm ready can i get the check because like i got to get out of here like i'm all set here you know there's been many a time and with me, how I look at that, because, of course, you know, with me paying for everything, if it's a bad date, I don't feel like I wasted my money. Like, I went out to eat. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wanted to see this movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I don't like, 
I, I enjoy the company of people and the company of a woman and all that. So like, I may not like you and want to deal with you like that, but I'm going to make sure I have a good time. <laughs> Even if I'm sitting there, you know, bidding on you with somebody else, you won't know that, you know, like, I like you're like, I'll look like I'm amused and laughing at you because I'm texting my friend like, yo, this. Oh, you texting on our date? Mm-mm. I've, yeah, I've, I've, I've date texted. I've definitely did that. Oh, we not putting phones away on the date? Oh, oh, am I not enough entertainment for you right now? Oh, I'm I feel sorry. like excessive, excessive texting is a problem. But when you got kids, bro, or like not even when you got kids, like it's not. It's, you can still put your phone in your it's pocket. It's like eight, nine o'clock in the evening. If somebody hit me up, it's important. <laughs> like, That's why you can put your phone you're, in your pocket. You feel like clearly I'm dating you. So if somebody hit me up this late, it's important. Like. They just some random person hitting you up. Or some other random John hitting you up. But if there's another random John hitting me up while I'm on a date with you, then you know I'm dating. Oh, now, now, wait a minute. I'm glad I said that. Because that is a topic I'm cur- I am so curious about how that is supposed to work in this whole 2020 what? situation that we're in, right? Because you just said it. Like, a lot of chicks be out here going for these free meals, right? So, yeah. being a man... That's out here in this dating scene, like because if you're dating, dating, you're not exclusively dating with someone. So technically, you could be dating more than one person at a time. Yes, but you don't have to be communicating with everybody at the same time. So if you on a date with somebody, you should be on the date with that person, and that's whoever's texting you <laughs> needs to I wait. I wasn't going there with that. I okay. know I wasn't going there with that. That's bad. You shouldn't do that. It's me. I wasn't. This is my time. You. That he gets his time later when That's I drop you I'm off saying. from the car. Like, <laughs> but no, I, I'm where I'm going with it is you. You just going around getting free meals. You ask like me. if you have if you like are dating dudes that's like me. Like these dudes think they got a chance, and they're trying like they're romancing Aww. and doing things for you, so thinking they have a chance. And if you ain't had, you know, you weren't clear about, oh, I am still dating other people, then they think, oh, you know, they, you know, they're the only person talking to you at night and blah, 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 whole nine. Meanwhile, your shift is over. It's time for boyfriend right. number two. Right. <laughs> and, like, and, then, and then what kind of stuff is that? Like, okay, so you're dating, I'm going to just say two guys, right? You dating Tom and Jerry just to be. Just to make names, oh, right? Sloppy. And, that's and, Jerry. Sloppy and, and after Jerry. a while, but look, after a while, you start feeling Jerry, right? Uh-huh. So you like, all right, I gotta cut time off because me and Jerry gonna be official. But Tom then paid for three months of dates, thinking Tom was going get some. This was gonna go somewhere. We probably gonna get married one day. I really like you, but three months of dates? You thinking about marriage? I, Tom I just said in the room a little fast. I just said a nice, even number that would be okay for dating two people at the same time. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Maybe it's just, maybe it's just me, but I've Mm -hmm. been on these dating sites. I met Frank on a dating site. That is hard. (laughs) Look how you turned out. Yeah, we're great. That was hard. I was on a dating site and I had to evict him on my house. Okay. Um, it's not for everybody. <laughs> no, but like that's the thing. Like I was, I was on these dating sites and I would have my profile on there 
And I would have, like, when I first signed up for some of these things, I would have, like, seven, eight messages in my inbox from seven, eight dudes that was saying the nicest things. Like, and they not, like, and first of all, I will immediately ignore anybody who's like, hey, what's up? You got to do better than that. Like, we're online. Like, I need you to catch me. Like, Twitter, we got 160 characters. You got to do better than, hey, what's up? Say. Just be like, I'm supposed to be a comedian too. No, like what? The- no, let me finish. What I'm saying you got to show effort, effort and initiative. Did you read my page? Like, because I'm not on these dating websites. Like, inbox me for more info. I got info on my page. I like to do this. This is what I'm about. This is how I feel. This is my life. Yada yada yada. So on and so forth. So if you slide in my inbox, and I'm saying some interesting stuff. So if you slide in my inbox and you're like, hey, what's up? I'm gonna be like. On to the next one. You should have been like, hey, I like to play pool too. Even something that just shows me okay. that you took the time and the initiative okay. to read through my page. That's what I'm looking so you, for. You can say that. So you, you can say that. Yeah. You, you Not everybody is like me, though. About your profile. Everybody who's on these sites, though, don't fill out that whole about me, John. Jay. Yeah. I know. I know. And that's why I say, like, it might just be me. But I'm saying all that to say. All I know is you 5'9 and 135 pounds and you from Philly. So I am not 5'9 135 pounds. <laughs> so, I'm not saying you, but this is what this profile says. So, hey, what's up is about all you're going to get because I didn't even know if you even going to respond. Yeah, but that's like you. effort has to match effort. So if I didn't put the effort in to fill out my, my profile, then I shouldn't be expecting you to sing me this, the, the sun, the moon, and the stars in my inbox. Like you don't know anything about me. But if I'm giving you nuggets of things that you can start a conversation with with me, then you should use that. Like I'm giving you the cheat codes. Like this is this is the cheat code for how to talk to me. Like come at me with something funny. Like or like something that shows that you read my profile. You know what I mean? So but anyway, I say all that to say dating several guys at the same time is aggravating. It's annoying. Like I don't know how some of these chicks do it. I ain't got the attention span for it. I done forgot what person A said to me when I'm talking to person B. Then I get back and I'm like uh, where do you work again? Oh, remember I told you I work at the Comcast Center? Oh, yeah, that's right. What do you do? I can't keep that. You save person A as food from Applebee's, and then you save person B as Jimmy with the car, and then you save, you know, Rel with an iPhone. This is how you remember because these are your price points, you know? No, bro. You know, Rel got a car, so Rel will come pick you up, whereas John don't have a car, so... <laughs> I'm not gonna call John because John, but Michael Uber me. You see what I'm see, see what I'm saying? See? Not everybody on these dating sites gets my phone number. That's the other thing. You gotta earn the phone number. Like I gotta want to give you my phone number. Like if I wanted a bunch of random strange men that show no real interest in me having my phone number, I'd put my stuff on a billboard. Like come on now, I need you to show. Like if I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. My favorite were the people that be like on the site, hey, I'm never on here. Hit me up. Da 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 da. I'd be like. You'll never hear from me. I'm not going to. If you're never on here, then how do you get to know people? Because I talk to them outside of the site. Yeah, no, you're wasting my time. And uh, my my opinion is most of these dudes on this site is lying. You're supposed to look at my pictures. You're supposed to read my about me. And you're supposed to gauge whether I'm interesting enough. For you to move to the stage of talking and possibly setting up. How am I supposed to know that if I don't know if you know the difference between there, there, and there? I need to see how you talk to me first. Because if you can't be correct grammatically. We're going to have to talk in order for you to tell whether I can tell the difference. Nah, you got to type. You got to type first before you get the digits. You got to type before. Because, like, people text differently than they they type. Exactly. And you can get away with murder with a text because you can misconstrue something and you can't tell somebody can spell because they're using text talk. 
You don't get to text me until I know that you no, know the difference between there, there, and there. You can't tell if they stupid because they might just be spelling, you know, what, W-A-T, just because that's text talk. You don't know they don't actually know how to spell what. You exactly. know what I mean? That's why I need you to talk to me on this site first and show me what you about before I give you my phone number. Because if you can't spell what correctly on the website, then I know you ain't going to spell what correctly on a job application. You know, like, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just, I'm high maintenance. I'm very high maintenance in that sense. Like, I'm like, that's you got to come at That's not even high maintenance. That's just ridiculous nicely. expectations. Like, you, you like. It's ridiculous it, for me to expect you to type correctly? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> What's ridiculous is you expecting any kind of real personality to come across the internet. Oh, it does. Oh, it certainly does. A hundred percent does. And I'm going to tell you this way. I'm going to tell you this way. For girls talking to guys, your personality comes out over the internet. For guys talking to girls, it's different. It's different. But I can get a sense. Well, um, it's two of us. So we have to do something that works for both of us, not just you. Yeah, but I can get a sense of your personality. The ball is always in the woman's court. I can get a sense of your personality from how I'm talking to you on some of these pages. And I could tell just by talking to some of these dudes on the on the site that I was like, I'm so glad you don't have my phone number because you're obnoxious. I could go through all this work to get you to like me, and then I may not even like you. Okay. And I can't, and I couldn't tell because this entire time I was doing shit to get you to even talk to me. But now like we know. That, you not see how that's a, a ridiculous way of. No, because you're talking about you're, you're in that like, I need, I need justification right this moment, right this moment, right this moment. Courting and dating is a process. And if you're not interested in getting on the process, everybody you meet, you're not going to fall in love with. There's going to be people you don't I'm like. Not. So if you're not interested in going through the process, then what's the point of you being on online dating? I have no problem with the process. The problem I have is this social media part that was added to the front of the freaking process. That you now have that now you have to go through like what we're talking about. Like the process was meeting someone, getting, you know, talking for a little bit, setting up a date. That that and then moving forward from there. That was the process. Now the process is I have to figure out if you're spam or not. Once I figure out if you're yeah. an actual person, then I have to see if you are a Snapchat premium where you just want to sell me your pictures. Then I got to see if you a cash app girl, if you just trying to see how much money I got and just want $40. Then I got to see if you just want a free meal. Like you see so what's would you rather, you. Would you rather go through all of that process with dozens of girls because you don't gave everybody your phone number? Or would you rather try to weed some of these people out from the jump by making them actually converse with you on the site before you give them your phone number and decide, I want to take you out and spend money on, on a date with you? Oh, no. Because that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to weed out the spam and the people that are just like, I just want to get in your pants. Like, and some dudes come straight off the roof and be like, yo, you trying to meet up tonight? Wow. Does that actually work? And it does. That's the sad part. Oh, Jay. Yeah. You have to to think about what some of these sites were made and promoted to be at the initiation. What happens is a lot of these sites start off as, like, just hookups and meetups. And then people, you know, they be – Sleeping with each other and setting up, you know, random sexual acts with people, and then you get the people that's like posting on they posted on their profile. I'm not here for sex. Don't send me no news. Da, 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 da. And the website will get saturated with that, and then they get a bunch of spam and a bunch of people selling stuff, and then that's all it is. Okay. We just, oh, I, I think, and and this, you know, and kind of to recap and wrap up what we're talking about. You you made a very valid point. 
are taking these 1950s mindsets of the man is supposed to be the provider and the woman's supposed to take care of the household and then splurging them with these our 2020 brains and it ain't quite you know it's not it's a bad mix it ain't even it's it's that on top of like every you know we have innovations since 1950 since that time period of the man working you know the woman being barefoot pregnant in the kitchen we have so many innovations now that make both of their jobs easier and some harder and alter their jobs and alter the rules in so many different ways. And we don't necessarily address them. We just kind of put a bandaid on them. Like a new thing comes out and we say, Oh, we're going to deal with it like this without actually gauging whether it works or if it does work, how many people works for, or if it doesn't work, why doesn't it work? And what's the way that we can alter it? We just kind of say, Oh, this is the way that we're going to do it moving forward. And then we go through that battle where it's like, yo, like these people don't like this. This has been going on for years. Like, yeah, and it's been going on for years that we didn't like it, but y'all just put it in place and act like it was supposed to be the thing. And that's like what happens with the dynamics of like people and cultures. Like we just continue to new things come out and we just change with it and just keep moving. So like social media came out and it just smacked all of us in the face. And like I remember a time where like you couldn't I'm saying old, but like you didn't want to meet a person off the internet. Like there was like whole it was commercials about like not meeting a person on the internet. <laughs> yeah, like, right. <laughs> you know what I'm like don't give your phone number out don't put your personal pictures up there don't put your personal information on the internet like don't put nothing on the internet like what you want to meet somebody off the internet like you don't even know who they are they could be a murderer you know so like that was a whole thing <laughs> now now we find people on the internet all, and get in their cars with them we all meeting people on the internet it's like oh you got a white van let's get it you know what I'm saying like no look at think about Uber Think about Uber. Right. When we were younger, they were always told us never get in the car with strangers. Now we literally call strangers with cars to come and pick us up. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> it was it was right. It was don't meet people on the internet and don't get in the cars with strangers. Now we get in cars with strangers that we met on the internet. <laughs> and we haven't even met them yet. Like the first time we meet them is when we get in their car. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they're like, oh, yeah. make sure you check, make sure you check the license plate. Like, that is such a soundbite right there. I am so stealing that soundbite. Keep it all your riddle, Jay. How often do you really check that Uber license plate? Oh, every time. After I saw them people get murked, I'd be like, I check the license plate. It'd be like 24985TC, and it'd be like right. Michael. And I'd be like, I open the door. Michael? And they'd be like, Jamie? I'd be like, okay. And i get in the car. I'll I don't check play that. License plate. I look at the dude in the picture. I look at the picture, nah. and I, I it like nah i check the license plate and then i verify the dude's name when like i get in the, the car dude, then i check the license plate no because eight times out of ten if i'm calling because i don't really uber like that I, I, I love commuting but like most of the time if i'm ubering it's because i'm trying to get out the rain i'm trying to get out the snow or i'm in a rush and um you know what i'm saying like the one of those three things are happening and they pull up to the right here to the front i'm eight this rarely you i'm gonna to run to the, the back of the car plate. No, nah, you Say need again? to check the license plate, man. You need to. That's not like just because you a dude doesn't I, mean you won't get murked in one of these Uber no, cars. You better chill. I'm, I'm, I ain't saying that. What are the chances that I'm gonna get kidnapped by a dude that looks exactly like the driver that's supposed to pick me up? Very likely, cause they. That's the thing. Like, what do you mean? You listen. You can dress up like Sarah, but you ain't Sarah. I don't know what that. Like, okay. if, if this picture is this skinny little white chick with glasses and you the black chick with the scarf on your head like no nah, I got Sarah Carr 
No. Why Whoa. you shouldn't get in that car is what I'm saying. But I'm like, I'm just saying you should still check the license plate no matter what. Like there was a time when somebody tried to get in my car. I'm like, I'm not an Uber. Get out. Like that was crazy. I was like, um, pepper spray yeah, is a real thing, and I have it. I've done that before. Yeah, I, I was like, no. I had to lock my doors immediately. That was my fault. Like, I was on the phone leaving the bar, and I had just looked at my phone, and they pulled up, and it was the same color card, I just assumed. But this was a while ago. Yeah. This is like, no, I, I, I've since been, like, conscious of that since then. Shout out to Cameron, Just, and uh, Ryan, who are checking in on Get Vocal, and as and Sade was checking in on YouTube. Yeah, man, like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's scary. Shout out to the recorders. Shout out to the people that's listening to this recorded version of this, and they're not live. We love you just as much. I yes. just can't see your name. The people listening on the radio station, we appreciate you guys too as well. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's crazy to think about that kind of stuff. And like, I saw all those people get killed and hurt and stuff because they weren't paying attention. And it's just like, no, I I always check the license plate. You, it's bad enough we're calling strangers off the internet to get in their cars. The least we could do is make sure it's the right stranger that we're getting in the car with. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least. You're going to be the wrong stranger. You're going to be the approved stranger that's supposed to come get me. At the okay? very least. At least I can give you zero stars. Kidnapped me. Tried to take my virginity. Zero stars. Would not recommend. Like, at least I can leave you a review. You know what I mean? Like, Right. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. But, and social media gave people a lot of a lot of power in a situation that they, they, really, they really take advantage of. Because, like, it, you know, like, I, I'm telling you only from my perspective. I can't say how hard it is for y'all. But I know for men, it is extremely difficult to try to cipher through the women that just want your money. Huh. Which, huh. The, 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 ironic, the ironic thing is, right, the, the, the irony of it is that most of y'all think we just want to pay for it or we just want the draws. And, like, that can't be furthest from the truth. Like, even if the man himself doesn't realize, like, it ain't just the, it ain't the sex that you want, bro. Like, it's the companionship. It's her being around. Because after y'all sleep with each other, like, then what? Or before you see me, then I'm, I'm, listen, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, sex is good. Don't get it messed up. And there are dogs out there who just want the nookie and want to put you out right after and all that. I'm not saying that ain't true. Okay. But for the most part, take it from a man. It's a lot more than just the sex. <laughs> just checks in and says, nah, it's the sex, bro. <laughs> He's like, it's a no from me, just, dog. It's just, just the sex. Just, just being funny. Just, just being funny. It's not, it's not always just about the sex. Oh, it's not because it's because on some real like and that's the part that and that's the part that really pissed me off because sometimes I might just be approaching you because I think you're a cool person and I want to see where it goes and I purposely don't want to sleep with you so that we don't mess that up like I've been in situations where like the girl wanted to sleep with me and I knew she did and I purposely didn't do the things that I could have done to get him because I didn't want it then because I would I knew I would have looked at her differently or the situation would have played out differently. I'm serious. Sex changes stuff, yo. Like if you if you talking to somebody and you kind of like them and you think they cute or whatever the case may be, and then they y'all sleep with each other and they got some bomb sex, you start to ignore the flaws that come thereafter because they got the bomb sex. Then you starting to deal with the cognitive dissonance, like oh, but I want the sex, but I don't want to deal with that person like that, and I like. That's, just said now you in love. <laughs> oh, you cracking me up. Right. Facts though. Like that's real talk. 
Like you just like them, and now you in love because they didn't just they didn't put it on you like that. Like don't don't nah. I don't want to get my mind cloudy with your your, your sexual move. I, you know what I'm saying? I I want to like you for you before I like that thing you do with your tongue. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just saying. Aye aye aye. All right. Well, I think we got time for one more topic because we done got way off to the left. We done talked about Uber. <laughs> We didn't go on the um the one about uh engagement asking yeah about the engagement. How you feel about that? I'm not for it. I'm sorry. I'm weird because I am definitely old school but very new school. Because I'm just like, look, guys, like, uh, okay, no, wait, oh, wait, hold on. Before you even go on that tangent, I'm gonna let you know by admitting this and also the last topic. You admit to agreeing to gender roles. I do. I do. It's fine. Okay. It is what it is. I agree right. to gender roles, but I'm like I said, I'm I'm old school but new school at the same time. Like it doesn't always work, you know, but there are certain things that I'm just like, eh, not really for I wouldn't do it. Someone else wants to do it, more power to you. I wouldn't do it. I, I can do it, but will I though? Probably not. I- so in terms of the woman and proposing to the man, I'm just not for it because traditionally, like you, you see, you be seeing the cake toppers on the weddings where it's like the chick tying the dude down or like lassoing him by the neck and like dragging him, or it's like you know guys be like, oh, it's my ball and chain. Like guys associate, and I'm I'm being general, and I apologize, but guys typically associate marriage with like the ball and chain and being locked down, and most guys don't want that. So it's like so what. Oh, that's the end for us. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like, for me, when a man comes to you and says, I want to spend the rest of my life with you, that's a big deal. Because it means that he's willing to forego all the rest of of sowing his wild seeds of oats or whatever the hell. It means that he's willing to forego all that stuff because he only wants to be with you. Uh... You know, like, but and for women... (laughs) Women traditionally, we want to get married. We want to have, we want to be wives and mothers. Sometimes, you know, like I said, speaking generally, this isn't everybody. But like traditionally, women want to get married and settle down and stuff like that. And like we have our fun in our twenties or whatever, and then we like, okay, like I'm tired of entertaining these dudes. I'm tired of pretending like I like to wear lingerie. Like, can we just? <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, I'm tired of this these weekend romps where I gotta pretend to be flexible. Like. I'm tired, all right? Like, after a while, we'd be ready to settle. we like, all right, I just, I want to settle down. I'm cool. That cl- was the clock. The clock oh, start ticking. Right. Because it's, it's so hard. It's so difficult for you to put on lingerie. And it's so lingerie difficult for you Lingerie is a gift like, for men. It ain't a gift for women. Meanwhile, I got this cramp right here. But because you keep saying right there, I got to keep going. And I got to let this cramp sit here. So, but are yeah. you getting booty, gotta, though? And, you getting booty. You can just walk in the room and be like, let's go. I have to rev an engine, if you know what I mean. I I, I have I, to be prepared. I, I got I gotta study for the test, but 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 it's so difficult for you. Go ahead. Can sorry. I finish talking what I'm talking about? I'm sorry. We can talk sorry. about this later. All right. I got upset. It's so hard for you. <laughs> it is hard. You know? Lingerie sucks. Like it's literally a string up your ass. If you want to wear it, by all means, feel free to gender roll swap that one. You can have it. Like Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. If it was socially acceptable and women like that, men would wear G-strings. I'm talking about the string on the side of the pants. Can, I, you can, can see I get it the listeners and the, the the folks that are on the sidelines to chime in on that one while I continue I, I with what I was trying you, to say? I'm 
going to tell you no, and the listener's going to tell you no, because it's, it's disgusting. The idea of me putting a streak on my butt is disgusting. But I'm telling you, if we began this world on this planet with thongs being socially acceptable for men to wear, because women like men wearing thongs, listen. Why? Let me tell you something. Can I finish my statement? Something. I'm never gonna finish my statement. He just. Man, you know what? No, nope. I ain't gonna let no secrets out. You go ahead. Thank you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Anyway, I was so like I was saying, the bag. like I was saying, women traditionally want to settle down. At some point, our cl- our clock starts ticking. We want to build that family. We want to feel that. You know what I mean? Like that's a biological thing. And so for us, settling down is a natural process. And it seems like for men, it's not always a natural process. So for us, it seems like we are forcing it if we're like, hey, will you marry me? Like it it seems real extra for a woman to propose to a man because it's like if a man comes to you and says, I want to spend the rest of my life with you, it seems like it would feel more important, you know, than a woman saying, hey, spend the rest of your life with me. Like it almost feels like the woman really trying to lock you down. Like it's like the equivalent of like a woman getting pregnant on purpose. Like I'm locking this down. Like, will you marry me? Like, wow. Like just chill. Like maybe he's going to get to there. Like I'm not with it. I'm sorry. I may be unpopular opinion. I'm all for women equality and all for equal rights. It just feels weird to have a woman propose to a man. It just feels weird. Yeah. We, we we on the same page with that. Let me ask you this. On, on, in addition to that, real fast, right? If a man proposes and she says no, is the relationship over? No, absolutely not. I don't think so. Because it, just because she says no, it doesn't mean that she doesn't want to get married. It just means that she's not ready. It doesn't mean you're not the one. It just means she's not ready yet. She's not there yet. That doesn't mean that you guys are over. Understanding, understanding, I ain't going to ask you unless I feel like you're ready or that's what we want. Like, we should have been talking about it, something. Exactly. The ring didn't come as the first conversation of marriage. And that's why I feel like most of the time when men ask for you to marry them, most of the time the answer is yes because that conversation has happened and there's been a mutual understanding and a conversation about it and, and both parties are aware. You know what I mean? Like, a woman asking a man to marry her it's probably straight out of left field. Like, dude's probably like, whoa, get up off your knee. What you doing? We in public. Like, you know what I mean? Like, dudes ain't going to be with it, you know? So I just feel like in terms of, of that happening, no, nah, I don't think so. But I also feel like if in a relationship the guy surprises you with a ring and it's a conversation you guys have never had, that's when you open the door to get a no. Like, I'm not ready yet. But that's because you jumped the gun and you didn't speak to her. You're, you you weren't there yet. You didn't check and see that her foundation matched your foundation and that y'all was rising at the same level. Because, like, you're clearly rising on your foundation a little bit higher than she is. And you didn't check in with her to make sure that she's on the same page. So that's, you know. But I don't think that the relationship is over. Huh? So sometimes people just be misleading, too. You had me this whole time thinking we moving in this direction and you telling me this is what you want and you ain't really wanted with me. <laughs> and then I think at that point, when if the guy asks to marry you and you say no, then I think it's a conversation that needs to be had. It's like, no, well, why? <laughs> it's like, is it because you're not ready? Is it because you don't want to be married to me? And that's when you have the conversation. If she says, I'm just not ready yet. I love you. I want to, I want to be with you, but I'm just not there yet. Then that's fine. That just means that she's not there yet. It doesn't mean that you're not going to work out. It just means you were ready before she was. It's the same way when girls say I love you before guys or vice versa. It's like you're not there yet. Like it doesn't mean I don't love you. It just means I'm not there yet. What? How long am I supposed to wait though? Why are you asking? Is this a real situation? Should we talk offline? No, I'm. 
listen, I'm not even in a relationship, let alone asking somebody to marry me. That's like, the thing. Like, there's no set time limit on how long you should wait. There's no set time limit on when you should ask no, somebody I'm to marry like, you. Like, like, if I ask you, if, if if I'm thinking in my mind that, yeah, this is our next steps, we've been talking about blah, 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 and I ask you, and you say no, and you tell me no is because you're not ready. But, like, I'm ready, and we've been dating for X, Y, and Z long. How long am I supposed to wait for you to be ready to be where I am? As long as you feel is necessary or as long as you feel your heart is still in it. If you're waiting and waiting and waiting, I feel like you're waiting for nothing. My heart can be in it all I want to. After a while, at some point, it has to be like you may not be at that point or will you ever even get to that point. And that's a conversation you need to have. Does she want to ever get married? If she doesn't want to ever get married, then you're going to be waiting forever. I don't give straight answers, though. Who's y'all? Y'all don't give straight answers. And most of the time, y'all leave it open-ended to be like, well, you do what you feel like you want to do. And it's like, oh, chick, I want to make you happy, though. the people so you, you deal with aren't open about what they want. Like, I, I think I think you projecting, because, like, that's not... I feel like I any, might be projecting a little bit. Any I man do that lot, wants to get married to a woman. A in these relationship shows, yeah, a little bit. We all do. You, you do, too. Because you might... You are biased about uh, online dating. You are. I'm you not. are extremely biased. Yes, you are. I'm not. And, and, and I'm gonna tell. And, and my man Ryan, shout out to Ryan, is listening to the show. He made a point earlier in the comments when I was scrolling. Those websites ain't designed for relationships. So the fact that you found a relationship out of them is like a diamond in the rough. <laughs> and the fact that you got a marriage out of it is like gold in the sand village, bro. Like that's not like that's a rare situation. Granted, very happy for y'all, and that's dope that 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 happened for you but that don't happen for everybody no it doesn't and in fact that don't even happen for the majority i know that don't even happen for the minority it happens for like the two percent i'll be the first one to tell you you and like some lady in arkansas that met bob like that's listen i'd be the first one to tell you i'm just as surprised as you guys are because i'd be the first one to be like man i I saw so many fish on that site and they was all three eyed creepy things from the way deep dark that I was like, throw it back, throw it back. Like all kinds, all kinds. I was, I got lucky. A hundred percent realized I got lucky. I wasn't even for online dating originally because of the tabooness of it. However, I will say no shade. I know people that met on Craigslist. There's levels to this online dating. And I don't think Craigslist is high on that list. Like, it wasn't even a site. Like, Craigslist is for selling shit. Like, I don't know. Get shut down because they was being nasty on that site. I don't even know, but I was like, you know, like. You ain't supposed to meet no, you know, ooh, dang. Wow, I do know some people that met on Craigslist. That's what I'm saying, to each his own. But it's like, that's not normal. Makes sense. That's not normal. You know, like that's not match. That's not Tinder. It's not plenty of fish. It's not black singles meet, whatever the heck that site is. That's not a site that's typically, you know, generated for dating. So that's interesting and different. This conversation is taking a turn. So we should probably start wrapping up because we're being, we're, we're talking about Craigslist dating and that's not that nasty. (laughs) I was like, what did I do? What did I do? No, but I mean, I, I think, you know, in terms of online dating, it's not for everybody. And, you can find who it is and isn't for when you go on there because there's the people that just don't do it right. <laughs> you know, there's the people that just ain't on there about nothing. Ain't no instructions, though. Ain't no instructions on how to do this stuff. Ooh, Ryan has oh, rules for online dating. Done. Ryan, I would love to know what your rules are for online dating. Please hit those hit those in the comments. 
I'm Jerusalem just online dating. Well, Ooh, you know what? Yeah. He wants to hop on. All right, you know what? Well, let, yeah, hop in. Let's let's hear what your rules are for online dating. And we're going to wrap after that, though. So let's see. I'm interested. I'm snap. First and foremost, what up, Brian? How you doing? Welcome to the show. Where you calling from? I'm calling from Canada. Hey. Um, I live in Calgary. Yeah, I told you we had people in Canada listening. I said it. See? <laughs> I'll be like, Calm New York, down. Toronto, all that. See, see, they think I'm crazy. They think I'm crazy. Appreciate Hush, you, yeah. man. Thanks Hush. for calling in. Yeah, no problem. No problem. But yeah, um, I took an interest in, in online dating um, because I was a single dad five years ago and I'm, you know, and I'm in the tech field. So like I the systems out to see how I can optimize my, you know, my findings on Tinder. And the thing about Tinder is that it is designed first and foremost, Tinder is designed for, you know, hooking up. But we have to understand that the first thing that we see when we turn on that app is cards, faces, and the faces have to be attractive. So it's already programmed and designed for attractive people. So 20% of people are always going to get laid because it's, you know, it's a based on appearance. The other 80%. It's not for them. <laughs> and I <laughs> It ain't for y'all. <laughs> it's not it's not for you gotta be nice with the angles. <laughs> you feel me? Because you know the thing about women is like I studied this. Like the thing about women is that women will look at each photo, each uh and they'll read the biography, mm-hmm. but the, the man has to be attractive. He has to have a dog, he has to have all these little things, and then like you know, she she's willing to take the risk. Because he's attractive. Because most women don't want to take a risk with men they don't know. So if he's looking like Denzel Washington, and maybe he has a VD or whatever, he she's like, hmm, I'll take the risk. Swipe. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> he might be a bum, but he's cute. Swipe, swipe, swipe. You know. So that's the thing is that women don't want to take the risk with men that are not attractive and um and men are swiping here's the thing about and i figured out the algorithms here's what happens when men because what we do is because we want to get laid that's all we're thinking about so we're like swipe 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 (laughs) you know and she she may not be look good looking but you know she's not friends with any of our other friends we're like hmm maybe but (laughs) (laughs) she got a nice body where where are you from are you outside of my city you know like but you know men will swipe and we then we will look at the women and then we will cherry pick but the problem is is that when you keep on swiping the algorithms say hey you have no standards so the so they because hear me out (laughs) women they they don't run out of likes women will swipe one person and look at the pictures, read the biography, men swipe, swipe, swipe. So then it tells the algorithms that you are, um, you have no standards. So then the women that don't have standards will pop up on the man's feed. Oh, snap. you feel me? Snap. That's how real these algorithms are because they, they, first off, they, they, they pin you up 
with people that are attractive with each other. And then they pin the people up that have no standards together. So it's not designed for that. So what I wrote an article and I said, you know what, brother, if you are part of the 80% and you should know you're part of the 80% because I put a test out on Tinder and this I put like an app. <laughs> you put out a test because if you open up a woman's Tinder, she got 99 likes. Like, you know, the, um, you know, the blurred, like how many people like you? Mm-hmm. She's got 99 likes. Okay. You got one like and it's been a week. So you party 80%. You need to get off of Tinder and you need to go on Facebook and Instagram because then you give the woman or the man or whomever, you give them the ability to look at your lifestyle. Then they can make a better judgment. Then you're building, like that's the rule is that if you're not part of the 20%, then you need to be in the 80% and you need to go into a free market where you don't got to pay nothing. You don't got to swipe. You can develop a relationship because how many of, okay, like how many of us have seen people in relationships with ugly motherfuckers? Yes. And I'd be messing with you when you're single, like, Dag, what's wrong with me? Like, <laughs> I can't even get a call back. Like, I can't even get a text back. It's like, where where did you guys meet at? Oh, we met at church. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like we need it's it, that's yeah. the 80% is about building relationships. The 20% is about looks and you know, transactions. It's like you look good, let's get it on, right? But if you were part of 80%, then you got to put more time in your online game. And unfortunately, online dating is not for you. You need to work on building relationships how we used to do it. You know, it's about the vibe. And if the more ugly you are, the more you have to meet in person. (laughs) Oh, we kicking knowledge, ladies and gentlemen. You hearing this? (laughs) Ryan, I appreciate you for calling, man. You the man for that. My man said he cracked the algorithm. A relationship show. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me on. I'll I'll hop up. Heck yeah, man. You have a good night. Oh, we got to bring him back. That man. Yeah. He cracked the algorithm on Tinder, bro. Like that's crazy. And that just sense. What's wrong with my my dating ad sites? (laughs) And why is that working? It's not working for me. Why am I in the eighty (laughs) percent? It's like Tommy, you have no standards. Like <laughs> there's the answer. And and in the hood we say you have no picks, but it's the same thing. It's the same thing. The truth hurts when it's served to you like that. <laughs> oh okay. my god. Yo. This okay. was a dope show. This is a super dope show. I'm glad we went through with it. I'm glad we did it. This was really good. Oh, yeah, I'm glad I didn't get fired and or quit. Yet. <laughs> anyway, we got to come back with another half of the episode or another half because we still have more questions. And I think we should do that. We, we keep talking about this. We have these relationship conversations and they're always good. And we're like, we need to do more relationship conversations. And we never do. We need to start doing more relationship conversations for real, for real. We should just like take a poll like every week. What do y'all want to hear? Like, what do you guys want to talk about? And then just see what people say. And then we just go in on it. Just do the love show. I don't. I don't know why the show. Why are we doing the shoulders? What's with the shoulders? I don't. <laughs> That's the hands slow. That's the love dance. The arm up too? I can't. <laughs> anyway, T, where can they find you and follow you at? 
Yo, I got a Snapchat now. Oh. Hey. Welcome to the 21st century. <laughs> still at who is Tommy Flame on all social media platforms. So. Oh, snap. Is it that on Snapchat too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Even if I get something new, is who is Tommy Flame? You it's always consistent. who is Tommy Flame. Because, I mean, who is Tommy Flame? Like, it's like, there's, I found that there's like two of us. Yeah, there's a white and, man uh, named Tommy Flame on my white, Snapchat. It creeps me out. He's not white dude named Tommy Flame and there's an African dude named Tommy Flame that's like super, super dark, dark, black, black. I think he rapped too. And, but neither one of them, I'm pretty sure they won't use that. So. That's crazy because yeah. it was like the first Tommy Flame that added me. I guess it was one of your other phone numbers that came up or whatever. And I was like, oh, Tommy got an Instagram or a Snapchat. And you were like, no, I don't. And I was like, yes, you do. You're in here as Tommy Flame. He was like, I don't have a Snapchat. And then I looked and I was like, this is a white man. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> this, so this, not this is not Tommy at all. Who is in my phone? Who is this white man? I think I introduced myself to him like, hi, who are you? Because you are not Tommy Flame. Why, why do you have my friend's name? Yeah, I, like, I had to change his phone number on my contacts or whatever on Snapchat because I was like, I don't know you. And you're not Tommy, so I need to not tweet you things that I'm might. Like we got a party, like the three of us got to get together. Me, the white dude, and the African bull. We I'm all got to get together. I'm not into it. That's too, much. That's too much. <laughs> I'm not into it. <laughs> anyway, I am at just underscore jams on Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jamie Jam on Facebook. You can always follow the radio station at WJMS Radio on all your favorite platforms, including Snapchat. Um, and we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode. Hit us with your comments on what you want us to talk about. I think relationships is a, is a good thing for us. I think we'd be, we be lit on these relationship conversations. Um, so hit us up. Radio. We are the odd couple of radio. So hit us up with what you want to hear. We'll be back again next week with another brand new episode. Until then, T, hit him with the freeze. We out here.
Thanks for listening. Tune in 24-7 at WJMSRadio.com.